My guest this week is the host, co-host of the Pop Culture Retro Podcast, Jonathan Rosen. Hello, Jonathan. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, So tell me a little about yourself. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up all over the place, actually. Um, I was born in New York, but, uh, you know, I know you can't tell from the accent, but yes. But I've also lived in uh, Mexico and Israel and Florida, all over the world. Okay. And when you were younger, what was like the first television show you remember watching weekly? You know what? That's a good one. Um, we, I don't think probably like Happy Days, Welcome Back, Cotter. Those those are the things that I remember. You know, at that age, you're like really whatever your parents are putting on. So, and uh, but I did enjoy those shows. Happy Days was, I think, a regular staple. And, uh, you know, Laverne and Shirley, Welcome Back, Cotter, all those things were like, you know, regular staples in the house. Okay. Did you grow up with brothers and sisters? I have a younger sister. All right. So you got to control the TV in that for you versus her. Um, perhaps, you know, also those are the days that you only had no pre-VCR, pre, you know, recording anything. So whatever was on was on and you had to, you had to catch it right then. But uh, we all pretty much watched the same thing. So it's not, it was not too much of a fight, I don't think. And then Saturday morning cartoons, it's, you know, the same thing. Okay. And did you go to college? I did. I went to Brooklyn College. And what did you study there? I was an English major, you know, for all the good that it did. But yes, I was an English major and uh, later on took my master's in education. Okay. Did you become a teacher? I was. I taught for a while, taught uh, English and history for a while. Oh, my wife teaches English and I teach history in New York City. Oh, fantastic. Whatever is history? Um, I got government and economics this year. Okay. Economics is the one that I, I, you know, I'll have to talk to you about that off air. Economics is the one that I, I like teaching least. But <laughs> it's project based now. It's not macro and micro and stuff like okay. that. Okay, so it's not bad. I always enjoy American history. I, I like teaching that the most. Okay, and what did you work in show business? No, not at all. Not at all. I, you know, I, I'm an author. I'm a published author. So uh, that's as close as I get, I guess, you know, being in the publishing industry is as close as I get to the entertainment field. And how many books did you publish? I think we're at seven now. Um, yeah, I think it's something around those lines, I think. Okay. And they were all, they're novels? Novels. They're for uh, all in, well, you don't know. I have some younger, I have a couple of my books are for younger kids, like really like, you know, flip through picture type books and then i have uh several novels as well they're all, all based in the kid lit field you know for middle graders around oh my daughter's in sixth grade so she might perfect age that's exactly the age okay and when did you meet your co-host i came about uh through it's just it was a weird thing i used to work not work i didn't work for them but I used to be part of a site called From the Mixed Up Files. It's a blog for, you know, children's books. And I started conducting a lot of, I did a lot of interviews for authors and uh, editors and agents. And I would regularly ask them what their favorite uh, kids movie was as well. You know, kids book, kids movie. And a lot of the answers came back for movie were was Escape to Witch Mountain. And then one day I get a... Uh, you know, an email from a friend of mine, uh, Jan Eldridge, and if I 
mention her name, but she said, you know, I'm friends with Ike Eisenman who starred in uh, Escape to Witch Mountain. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, wow, can I, I'd love to interview him. And so that's what happened. I, I interviewed him for the site. And then, you know, we hit it off and, you know, became friends in our own right. And uh, then, you know, just one day, you know, hey, want to do a podcast together. So uh, it's been since then. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. How long have you been doing the podcast? It's over two years now. It's uh, we're in our third third year doing right now. Okay. And there's a lot of topics you can pick in the whole pop culture zeitgeist. Uh, what, what What's your favorite? You know what? <sighs> I, lo I love everyone, everything about it. I love talking about, you know, things that I grew up with and that I grew up with. You know, we're, we're relatively close in age, so we, you know, we hit a lot of the same marks, you know. Um, I, I will remind everyone that he's slightly older than me, but, uh, <laughs> but we, we hit a lot of the same tastes and, you know, we grew up a lot of the same things and it's just been so much fun. I love discussing older movies, older TV shows, and uh, it's been such a blast getting to talk to people that I enjoyed, you know, the, their, their work from when I was younger. I so the listen, I watched the episode with Anthony Williams because I was having Anthony on at I'm, the right around that time. So I watched that one. That was a really good episode. And um, he was a lot of fun. He, he was definitely a lot of fun. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're in your house, right? You don't have a studio. I am in my house, yes. Yeah, I still have a landline. Yeah, it's uh, I I got rid of mine a little bit ago, so uh, probably like a year ago I got rid of mine. It's like we never used it, but it's it's good to have just for emergencies. It really is, but uh, it's like I, after some point, it's like we never use this thing anymore. So I, I got rid of it. Yeah, my 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 guests are in their seventies, eighties, right? And so they still use the landline. So I need it. Don't blame them. Don't blame them whatsoever. So who who would be like some guests that you'd want to have on? Uh, <laughs> I want like everyone on. I, it's just, if I, you know, it's it's funny. Like like I have a whole set of guest lists, like the the wants and desires, but uh, to have them on the show. But you know, it's something that like I could just be watching a movie and say, oh, you know what, they'd be a good guest, or this, you know, a show they'd be they'd be great. Uh, and so I just reach out like spur of the moment to some people. So it's, it's, there's like, no, I do, when I do have some dream lists, I'm not even going to say the names because, um, you know, in case it doesn't ever come true, but there, there are some people that I do have on the, uh, the dream list, let's hope. But, uh, it's whoever, it really is whoever like the spur of the moment thing. You know what? They'll, they'd be great to have on. Let me, let me try to go get them. Okay. Now escape from which mountain it, it, was before my time, but I know that Kim Richards was the girl in that movie. Yes, correct. Is Ike still friendly with Kim Richards? I think you know. I don't. They, they don't like regularly speak to each other. I think that they they do see each other quite a bit because you know it's whenever there there are events that's uh, it's natural to invite both of them. So I don't think uh, it's. I don't think it's like they'll call on a daily. Hey, hey, what's up? No. But I do think that you know they are still friendly. And uh, funny enough, we haven't had Kim on yet. We have to reach. We'll have to get Kim on one day. But yes, I mean she's Ruthie from Hello, Larry. Right, <laughs> that was a good one as well. Yes, but uh, but I, I, I liked uh, many of her movies growing up as well as her sisters. I had um, Sparky Marcus on, and he. Oh, talked to... We've not spoken yet. That that'd be a good one as well. Yeah, he very nice guy. Yeah, and uh, also John Femia, who was on. Um, 
he was on Hello Larry, but then he was probably better known for being uh, on uh, Square Pegs. That someone was just talking to me today about Square Pegs. That I, I promise you, just today that I should reach out to people from Square Pegs. So I, I will have to do that. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they don't do interviews. Amy Amy Linker, Tracy, uh, obviously, obviously, Jamie Gartz is a billionaire. She's not right, yes. doing that. Uh, Tracy Nelson doesn't. John John Femia might would do it. He's the guy I know. I, it's, uh, I, I'll have to speak to you about contact after. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. but uh, yeah, no, it's I, a lot of, you know what? A lot of people don't, it doesn't hurt me for, that I assume wouldn't and do interviews, but I try anyway. And, uh, you know, to me, it's always the worst that can be said is no. Right. It's true as well. I, it, you know what? It's far more, and it's part of the, the business too. And it's like, and I'm used to it from publishing, from, you know, my books, there are far more rejections than acceptances. So it's just part of the territory. And uh, just, I'm just happy for whoever does say yes. Without making the other people who did, who were on the show feel bad, who were some of the better guests that you've had on? You know, there's so, been so many people, I'll, I'll say different things for this. There've been so many people that I just love. And, it doesn't matter what uh, I've just enjoyed about just about every one. Uh, there are a couple that did you know, not, but uh, I've enjoyed just about every single one just because it's something entertaining. And, um, you know, different people were fed. Like Tommy Chong was just incredible to hear. Paul Williams was the one that put me like in awe just because of the little kid space. You know, again, like how much I admired all his work. Uh, John Davidson was great, entertaining. Do I'll say one that just for me, I mean, like I said, there's been so many entertaining people, and like Robert Hayes was another one, Moosey Dreyer was fun, uh, and one we just did, Kevin J. O'Connor, was told great stories from The Mummy. Uh, one that stood out to me only because it was something that, from a kid perspective, I look at it through a kid lens, was Mino Palouse. And I don't know if yes. you remember the show Voyagers when, uh, you know, I, I was a kid. It was my favorite show. It was only lasted one season, but I was, I loved the show so much. So when we had him on, it was great for me because it brought me back to that kid space that, you know, this was someone that I loved. I loved their show so much. And, and he, he was great. He was a great guest as well. He told fantastic stories, but uh, we've had so many great guests and tell amazing stories and I'm leaving, you know, I can't even name them all, of course. But something like that, that, you know, brought out the kid in me, the things that I liked the most. I totally understand that. Um, I, yeah, I, I, when I had Anson Williams on, I was like that. The first show I ever remember watching was Happy Days. Yeah. But it was in syndication. But it was, you know, my parents, my mother loved it, and I watched it with them. And the first show I remember I watched because I liked it, like my own kid, like I was like five was the greatest American hero. And if I had William Cat on, I'd be like going crazy. That's a great show. I enjoyed that show as well. How about if we did something like Crushes of the 70s? <laughs> uh, from, people, from people who will follow me on social media, you'll you, they would guess the answer immediately um, because <laughs> of the, thing, the amount of times I post about her. But uh, it probably... It, Besides the usuals there, but uh, Cher was right up there. And, and it's a course that's lasted, you know, all these years later. Okay, that's interesting, though, because 
you know, you were 10, she was 30. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that's the age range that she works with. with. So it's, it's still so there's still a shot, I guess. Yeah, you're still younger than she is. Right, that's exactly it. Right. Years, yeah, yeah, because I know for me, like I didn't realize rerun. I didn't understand reruns. Right. Well, you know, when I was like five, six, seven. So like Blair from the Facts of Life, Lisa, yeah. Lisa Welchel. You know, she was a decade older than me, but she only looked like five or six years older than me on TV. Uh, she she's she happens to be coming on the show soon, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I'll, I'll relay that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Kim Richards from just, Kim, just from Kim Richards, well, Kim Richards as well. But you know, they, we were around the same age. I mean, back then they had all the same, um, you know, Farah, you know, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, it was it was fun. We just we got to interview Audrey Landers, so. Okay. I, that was, I, you know, I said uh, that was like the first time that I, I had, I got to interview someone whose poster was on my wall at one point <laughs> growing up. So that was, uh, that was a fun interview as well. Did you talk about BJ and the Bear? With her, and I did not talk about that, actually. I did not. But uh, we talked about a lot of other things, though. You know what? You have, there are so many things that are, it's funny when you have someone on, um, you, you only have a certain amount of time. You have a limited amount of time with them. You know, you can't talk forever. As much as I would love to talk forever with everyone, you can't. So you just pick certain things. And inevitably, I'll get, like, in the comments or from, you know, message from my friends, why didn't you discuss this thing? <laughs> you know, it's like you can only discuss a certain amount of things, but you, you leave off the one thing that that people, they are huge fans of as well. And so it's, it's tough. Well, yeah, because I know a lot of times they'll start talking about something about, Either you bring up something else that you weren't planning on discussing, and it'll trigger a memory, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah," and you're like crossing off questions that you were going to ask. Absolutely, yeah. I, it's, I I have a list in front of me usually what to what to broach, and uh, there I, I constantly clock watch as we're going through the interviews. Constantly, and like if it's getting too long, it's like, "All right, what's what's the important thing? What's the more important thing as we're going through?" So I'll start cr- scratching off. You know, this needs to stay. That can go. Do you have musicians on usually? Yeah, we've had a ton. We've had a ton of musicians as well, and others still coming on. Uh, that's been a lot of fun as well. Um, you know, we've had a varied. You know, other than Paul Williams, we had varied. Uh, you know, Tommy James on, uh, Gary U.S. Bonds, Felix Cavalieri from the Rascals, Gina Shock from the Go Go's, and uh, I had Cool Rock from the Fat Boys, which was a lot of fun as well. So we had a you know variety. I had uh, Bobby Rydell on, which was really cool. I interviewed Bobby Rydell for that. You know, when I mentioned the pod, the uh, the blog that I was in, part of the Chosen blog, I interviewed him for that. And you know, I wanted to have him for this as well, and he passed before, and and he he was fantastic. Yeah, how'd you like how'd you like talking to him? Oh, it was great. He's like one of my, he's my mother's one of her favorite singers, and I I said I know. People usually pay for a cameo, but could you just sing like "Happy Birthday" to my mother? And he did. Oh, that's fantastic! So nice. That's fantastic. That's he was really nice, uh, you know, really down to earth, and I was happy about it because he was a lot. He was a lot of fun to talk to as well. I, I saved the recording because you know it's something like I said. It, I, it was before I did this pop culture retro. We did a Zoom, uh, which was just going to be transcript, you know, words, you know, on the on the page. But I saved the video. I still have the video of me talking to him. Was there, would there be a person that you wouldn't interview? 
I won't say names, <laughs> but yes, but yes, yes. Yeah. But there, are, there are people that I would not, that I don't want to. You know what? And social media is a funny thing now, because uh, you get to see the people how they really are in some things too. And even during the podcast, and you probably experienced the same thing during the podcast, your podcast, is that you hear stories. Some of them have told stories about other entertainers that they, they've encountered, and it just shatters your image of how they were. And, you know, we've had several of that. Like, you know, one we've had on someone who told a, a McLean Stevenson story. Uh, and, you know, you could find that podcast. And you just hear things that, like, oh, really? And that it just... And I loved, I loved him, but then you hear things about, you know, what they're like off, off camera, and it really bothers you. So now through social media, you see a lot of things around entertainers. Oh, this is how they really are. This is how they really feel about certain things, and it just really shatters your image of them for you. And that, like, oh, I don't even want them on. I don't even want to talk to them. Not that they'd ever give me the time of day anyway, but it's just like, you know, I don't want to play any part in promoting them. Uh, my only rule is... I have to have liked something you did. So there are people out there who had whole careers and I've never watched a single thing that they did. Them, they, I wouldn't have on. But if you like, you know what? You could be a jerk, but I'll talk to you if uh, if I like the movie you were in. It depends on the level of jerk. Them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's to me, like there are, there are certain people that... Um, they post certain things that, and I don't care. I never care about, you know, which way you feel politically or something like that. I, I don't, I really don't. And uh, it's, but I will see how they feel certain things about people. <laughs> and uh, and it, that just disillusions me and I wouldn't have, even, even though like I'm a big fan of their work, I wouldn't have them on. I email both Robert Blake and OJ. So I don't care. <laughs> I would probably, I would probably have OJ on before I would have other, this other person. <laughs> so it's weird. I, I emailed Robert Blake and he died the next day. So oh, I, I you know what? I, I, that's very. I have a list, and my kids ask me not to do sometimes because I have a list of people, and I'm up to I think thirteen or fourteen of people who died shortly after I asked them. And so my kids don't want me to ask certain people that they're fans of because they think that I'm a, like a death curse. I get the same exact thing. <laughs> well, you know, because people don't, they're not going to go and say, I'm very sick. Yeah. They don't do that. You know, they don't do that anymore. So, well, it's also, you know, you and I are probably asking if people of a certain age also. And uh, so it's natural. It's, it's, it does happen. Um, but it's, it's just funny that it's normally right after I ask. Yeah. I've had, uh, 10, of, I've done 200 episodes. I've had 10, um, people die or, um, pass wow. away since <laughs> the interview. And then people are like, oh, you're like bad luck. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's, that's like 0.5%. Right. And I'm, I'm talking to people in their eighties. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. Like I, I had on um, Franny Lee. She was the original costumer for Saturday Night Live. Oh, fantastic! That'd be so she was she was she was eighty when I talked to her, and she passed away like uh, six months ago. And then uh, NPR used a 
bit of my podcast in her. Oh, that's great. In her thing. She was interviewed last year and on the Ian Talks Comedy podcast, and then they put a little snippet in there, which I thought was like really cool. I didn't know until I, you know, oh, looked up a story. That's yeah. I mean, look, the same with you. We've had people in their eighties, people in the nineties on, you know, uh, really, you know, and majority of them have been like really, you know, with it and everything. Uh, tell, um, George Slaughter. I had George, did you have George Slaughter? Yeah, George Slaughter on too. Yeah, we had him on. Um, Hal Linden from Barney Miller. That's great. That was a great one. I saw that. Yeah, he was a lot of fun and just. Uh, and you know, just I, I mean, Sid Croft was in nineties as well. So you know, several people in their nineties, and uh, they've all, like, like you said, told really great stories. I've been surprised—not surprised, I can't say surprised—but it's it. I think it enjoyed pretty much. I'll say there's there's one that's not, but otherwise, I've enjoyed like every other, and every person has been gracious, and and really kind and told great stories and just like, you know, didn't mind the, didn't mind being there and just like was having fun. So I, I've enjoyed everyone on, I really have to some capacity or other. And, you know, it doesn't matter how big they were or just, you know, if they were just minor brushes with, uh, with, you know, fame or whatever it was, they've, the stories they've told have been really interesting and entertaining to me. Yeah. Did you have, did you have a guest that they said they could only do 45 minutes and they wound up staying for like an hour and a half because they had so much fun? Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't, I never time, but they, they, I've had both. I've had both that, that gave me a certain amount of time and then stayed longer. I've also had guests who I thought ne never told me time ahead of time. And then just like after like the, like half hour point or whatever it was like, like, okay, it was written like, oh, I didn't realize that you were, that you were timing this. And then yeah. they were, uh, they left. So yeah, it's, it, it went both ways. Who does the editing? Do you do it or I, I does, does all the editing. I am, I'll, we, we split it. We split it, uh, the way that he does all the editing. I, I, the one that, you know, procures the guests and, uh, and does the research for the question. Oh, okay. I have to do everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get a partner. If this, I, we'd be, we'd be taking weeks for just one episode if I had to do the editing. Yeah, that's why I, I try to do like three in like a week. Oh and wow! It'd be three, you because know, then I get three weeks done. What do you? So it's it's once a week as well. Yeah, that's the same with us. Yes. And then you do you have you have something to bounce off of, so you could like create top five lists and. Yeah, no, that's that's fun. It, it, that that those episodes are fun to do as well when we do things like that, and we do a segment on forgotten films where we you know watch, a, you know. Things that were forgotten, <laughs> the obscure, either obscure films or things that were probably popular one time and just people don't remember them for whatever reason. And those are fun to revisit. Was there a story that broke that you've never heard before on your show? Many. That... Many mm -hmm. about uh, the entertainers. You know, a lot of times people talk about things that I had no clue about and just uh, that they were either up for certain roles, maybe. Um you know, uh, like Ike, Ike told, has told this before too on the on the show that even just talking to him, he he auditioned for Porky's, and that that surprised the hell out of me. I had no clue about that. Uh, you know, even doing all the research, you you didn't just didn't see that. 
So things like, you know, come up all the time that you just were not aware of. And, you know, they're fun, fun little segments, uh, you know, telling about things that uh, we, we just didn't know. I'm sure, you know, you had the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like I just like things like like anecdotes more than like like there was a story that uh, Charles Robinson, uh, Mac from Night Court mm-hmm. told me. uh he said that one day Richard Mall was driving to work, and they all basically lived around the same area, and they and they all took the same route. And his car broke down, and he he went into this is like in the eighties, so he 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 stopped at somebody's house and uh, asked if he could use the phone. And they're like, "Oh my God, it's you know Bull from Night Court." So he goes and uses the phone. And then Harry Anderson drives was driving by, and he sees uh, Richard Mall's car there, so he stops and. Walks into the guy's house and says, um, "Is Richard Mall here?" And he's like, "Oh my God, Harry Anderson's here!" And and then Charles Robinson said, "When he, when he got there, when he, he saw the two cars, he slowed down. The guy got out of his car. The guy got out of his house. I mean, and then just started looking, looking. And, and Charles Robinson was like, "What are you looking for?" The guy's like, "Marky Post is going to come around soon." <laughs> That's a great story. Yes. <laughs> held out for Marky Post as well. <laughs> so, that was a great show. I love that show. Yeah, Night Court. It was, that's when my podcast started. I got um, every writer from Night Court. Plus, I was able to get Mac and you remember Billy Ellen Foley. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to talk to her. Oh, fantastic! That that must have been a lot of fun. Diana told me a story that she was she, the first episode of Soap. It wasn't supposed to be Robert Urich. It was supposed to be John Bennett Perry. Oh, okay. And so on a Friday, like she was rehearsing the bedroom scene with him. And then on Monday, it was Robert Urich. And then she's like, <laughs> 15 years later, she's in a sitcom. Um, and her brother is Matthew Perry. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's really good. Yes. So she's like almost, she made out with her dad. Right. That's funny. Dad. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like stuff like that is funny. No, absolutely. No, I, yeah, I, these things come up all the time. Like, you know, you hear stories that you just never do, and that's what you want. You want something that you'd like you haven't heard before. Did, did you have writers on, like television writers or movie writers? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have people, as a matter of fact, we have some coming up as well. But uh, yeah, we, we have on uh, people that did uh, the writing. For, well, I mean, you, like you said, you know, George Slatter did a lot of the writing as well. But. Uh, but yeah, and Mark Mark Evanier, who was just on, we just had him on as well, and uh, fascinating career, just a great, you know, uh, and to hear the stories of what goes into it. And we have several others coming up too. I I try to reach out to like every everyone from all walks. Um, we wanted to get some uh, some you know stunt people on as well that have done, which which would be a lot of fun. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter what part of it you're from it's like you know you there people have great stories that's something you would normally choose think to be on a podcast in 2023 when i had him on i had on the this guy and he was the all-time in 1980 he was the all-time top money winner in game show history um the jokers i think it was the jokers wild right and now with he's number seven if you take his money and you move it to 2023 money and, and he was a great interview. He told great, he told great stories. 
I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I, I think all these things are fun. Um, we're supposed to have someone on that was on some re some reality shows as well that we're you know trying to arrange that. But uh, yeah, but um, all those I, I agree with you. Everything would be fun with like that to hear the, to hear uh, just their experiences. What would what would be your goal in like five years from now for your podcast? <laughs> I always tell people global domination. <laughs> but, but you know, just I'm I'm having a, I'm having a blast doing it. Uh, it's, it seems to be, you know, growing, you know, the, the subscribers I see growing. So that's a lot of, you know, that's great. Uh, as long as it's fun, we'll keep doing it. Would you want to do a panel maybe at, uh, a com? I would love to do that. <laughs> so, so if anyone's listening, yes, I would love to do that. Uh, you know, either be on it or host it, host it and be, be able to ask questions of people. Yeah. I just... The subjects that I know a lot about, mm -hmm. there are much more famous people that know a lot about that subject than me. I I agree that the you know, I think I I think I have the same like type thing experiences here. Like you know, I feel like very knowledgeable in a lot of different aspects of uh, of entertainment because that's what I did as a kid watch watch TV yeah. <laughs> and movies a lot. And I still do the I still do the movies part a lot, but uh, yeah, I, I, that would be a lot of fun to do. I've been I've been in uh, cons as an author, you know, talking about the writing publishing experience. But it would be fun to do the other aspects as well. Well, I think there's this, there's going to be a podcast con, but I'm not going to go to that. But... Oh, is there one? I don't I don't know if I go to that one either. But I do see them. I do see them about the advertising to to go for for podcasters and. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if, uh, how much fun that would be for me. But... See Mark Maron's microphone. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you're Joe Rogan and Jonathan Rosen's very close. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just interchangeable. And I, I and I, the funny thing is, like, you know, I loved news radio. I really did. It was, it was such a fun show, and I thought Rogan was great on that. And like, I, I could never have believed then that this guy was going to be dominating a field of something. So it's, it's incredible how, how life works out, but, and he was, he was great on news radio. He really was. I love news radio. Yes. Yeah. Such a great show. And, you know, you know Phil Hartman was fantastic and brilliant on that. But uh, I, I just never would have occurred to me that this guy is like the leading guy in an industry. I mean, his standup is pretty good. Yes. Agreed. Uh, yeah, who knew that he would take to podcasting? Well, we didn't know podcasting was going to be a thing. So. Right, <laughs> but and he's great at what he does. He's very mm -hmm. well informed in a lot of in a lot of different areas too. Yeah, the only I would watch his show, but they're like three hours long. <laughs> I watch these snippets on uh, of the people that I like that I'm interested in on uh, YouTube. I do watch a lot of his stuff. He had Dan Aykroyd on once, and it was like four yeah. hours long. I love <laughs> both of those guys. Like. I can't watch that. Well, yeah, right. that's true. Like even when when I'm doing it, we the longest the longest show we've had was like two and a half hours. But it's you, you usually we aim for that hour mark, and uh, but and then I start worrying that they're going to be you know the guest is going to be uh, fizzled out at some point. So uh, you know I'm like I said I'm always clock watching, always seeing and what what can be excised from the show. It depends on how long how long they're talking per answer. But uh, I feel bad if we keep I keep someone too long. Do you 
hit somebody with their most famous thing in the beginning, in the middle, or at the end, or there's no... I I, I like to try to get a background first for, before we go into their most famous, like, you know, talking about what's, you know, how they were before before that hit, before their most famous thing hit. Um, yeah, it's much more, because I'm, I'm, you know what, I think everyone, when they, when they go on the show, they oh, we're going to talk about this again, and, you know, of course, you want to have someone on there to talk about the most famous thing. Of course, you know, and they, they expect that, too. But uh, I do like to try to cover aspects of their life and career that before we talk about the the thing, too. So this way uh, we get a little bit of everything. And I think, you know, we had on, uh, uh, you know, George Chikaris once, and he was all happy that uh, we talked about things other than West Side Story, you know, for growing up. And uh and when we had on D. Wallace, she was, you know, she thanked us for talking about 10. She said, no one ever asks her about 10. And uh, so we do try to cover, <clears throat> excuse me, we do try to cover different aspects of the career. And plus, you know, I was a huge Blake Edwards fan anyway. So it was good to hear about uh, her experiences on that film. I, I go, I tend to go chronologically. Yeah. With, you want to hear other things too. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm sure that, and I'm sure the guest likes it to to hear different things and you know you want to hear you if we if you know you find the same thing if i'm having them on you're having them on they're they're, they're making the rounds appearing on different shows so right. i'm sure they're all asked you know about the thing whatever the thing with it you know if you have on if you have on robert hayes you're going to talk about airplane if you have on you know if you have one like you, uh, like we did Stanley Livingston, you're going to talk about my three sons. So you want to talk about other things too, and they and I think that they do like when you try to ask about other aspects of their career. For example, I had Carl Gottlieb on. Mm -hmm. Didn't ask him a single question about Jaws. See, I I don't know if I could do that much, but yes, I would talk about other things. Yes, and I'm sure he appreciates. I told him, no, I told him I do not want to talk about Jaws because, I mean. Great movie, everybody loves it. But mm -hmm. if you want to know anything about Jaws, you can. Right. <laughs> it's the books have been written. I, I had Randall Kleiser on. I tried to talk about everything but Greece, mm -hmm. but I had to talk about Greece, you know, because he directed it. <laughs> but yeah, I try to do that. I try not to hit the big one if I, you know, don't have to. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could avoid that, but I do like to ask other things. I, I, I think I would like still like to ask about their main thing as well. But yeah, I would I would definitely include other things first. Basically, what I what I like. Of course, it's your show is what you like. So of course, so. absolutely, absolutely. Because like Carl Gottlieb, yeah, Carl Gottlieb wrote Doctor Detroit and the. Jerk. I enjoyed Doctor Detroit quite a bit actually. And, and the jerk. Yes. And so he had you know, and he was in. The um with Larry Hankin. Um and he's a he's a fun person too. Yeah, so I forgot the name of the troop. Um you could you could edit it in later. Exactly. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's a, I I make myself sound so erudite by cutting out the uhs and the ums. Right, of course. That's a good thing about it. I'll, I'll do that for me as well. Oh yeah, I always do. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you a story, but I'll cut it out. Um, so, who do you have coming up? Um, this this is going to be two weeks from now. So, this is going to be two weeks from now. 
Yeah. Ones that we recorded already that are released. Well, next week uh, we're releasing the Bruce Valanche one. So by the time that this shows, that'll that'll be out there already. And uh, we just interviewed uh, by that time. By the time this please Christopher Knight should be right around there coming up as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that that was also a lot of fun. Okay, well, thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. All right, and good luck with your podcast. And the same. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.